Hey, welcome to I Own Sale Process, and I'm so glad you made it. Today, we're going to talk to two technicians, Anthony and Alan. Now, Anthony's background is marketing. Alan's background is food distribution in the hospitality industry. During COVID-19, they were both impacted and they had connections. They had a network with friends who worked in the healthcare industry, and that's how they were introduced to sterile processing. But it didn't take long before they end up being certified. And now they're working on future certifications because they want to make a difference in the sterile processing field. So I had noticed their post on Facebook, which their friend Danny had actually posted, recognizing their achievement. So I knew that I wanted to let the world know that there is a future in sterile processing. There are people out there doing good things. There are people who actually love and enjoy this field. So, hey, sit back and listen to Anthony and Alan tell their story about their journey. Anthony, you can go first. Is that okay? Oh, sure. Sure. So uh, we we have a... a quite similar story, but I'll, I'll begin. I was uh, a marketing background, actually. So I focused a lot on events and, you know, communication between different companies. But, you know, when uh, when COVID happened, we, we lost our jobs, uh, Alan and I mutually. And I guess like we, we both didn't want to sit around collecting unemployment, which which I have nothing against. Like, I mean, no matter how you survive 2020, more power to you. But, you know, we wanted to be out there, you know, on the front lines, adding some kind of value to the community. So we reached out to multiple friends and we knew in healthcare uh, that we had a, a bunch of friends. So I guess that's when we, we found the right friend and we found out about SPD. I mean, Alan, you want to? Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, basically, we we um, we joined SPD through that common friend that we have, uh, uh, Danny, that posted that um, achievement of us on, on Facebook. Yes. Um, but my my background originally um, was uh, in the hospitality industry. Um, I used to manage a food production facility that had to shut down because of COVID. And as you know, uh, in the hospitality industry was very very. Uh, very very ugly uh, with everything that happened. All the restaurant closing and uh, indoor dining not allowed in many states. And we are in New York, where uh, we got hit hard in that in that uh, at that level. So um, because we were in the same situation with Anthony, <clears throat> we needed to find a solution and and find a, you know a way to uh, contribute and uh, and be more involved because we have a lot of friends that are in the healthcare f- uh, community. And uh, thanks to Danny, who uh, who took us uh, under his wing, like he says, um, he allowed us to uh, be introduced into uh, into this field, uh, learn about it, and uh, it was something that um, made sense to us. And we see uh, we see each other uh, moving forward in uh, in that field. And and actually, me personally, now uh, I have an eight year old aunt who had contracted a healthcare associated infection. Yes. And one of the, the main functions of SPD is to ensure that doesn't happen. So once I found out about that, like then and there, I was, I was sold on the sterile processing field above any other things in healthcare. I just wanted to make sure that no one suffered as my aunt did. Wow. Wow, because yeah, that's exactly how I noticed you guys that I guess it was Danny that posted 
you know, um, your achievement. And I was like, wow. And a lot of times it's still a process and you hear those stories, you know, people, disgruntled people or, you know, people talking bad about the industry. And I just love to hear stories that are encouraging to everyone else that's in it and love it and like it. And so that's why I wanted to reach out to you guys. And I'm so glad that you took me up on my offer to come on to the podcast today. So you guys got into the serial processing department and then what, Danny started training you guys? Uh, well, <laughs> he gave us the tools. He told, he explained it to us what we needed to do and what we could achieve. Okay. And, uh, and we took up on that um, offer and started uh, volunteering. Yes. Um, so we started doing the, the hours and at the same time we were reading the book. Yeah, and, and we were studying together with Anthony. We were able to because we were completely new in this field. We were able to uh, to help each other. Um, uh, yeah. So we... so like like he explained to us the process. You have to get four hundred hours in order the volunteer hours at that to to gain to even get a job, and you got to complete the certification. So it's a lot. <laughs> you had to do even before entering the field, which which makes sense because essentially people's lives are going to be in your hands to some extent. So we started studying, we started doing the volunteer hours. Uh, well, SIPS was a, a huge contributing factor to that success. Uh, every so often they would, they would like call us, <laughs> give us like a checkup call asking like how far along we have gotten, you know, you know, general non-pressure conversation, but it really served to, to kind of light that fire under our, our behinds. <laughs> and uh, well, they also provided us with study material and tutoring before the exam, which was, was so helpful. And not to mention uh, the, invaluable, the invaluable hands-on experience from the training we received at the surgical center we were at. It, like I, for any like new person entering the field, I absolutely recommend that you should train be while you're studying for the certification. Like try to do that. It's extraordinarily helpful like, to get that visual hands-on experience. Mm -hmm. And I suppose like we were also lucky, Alan and I, to like have each other throughout this whole process. Like to have someone to study with, someone to keep up with, someone to hold you accountable. I mean, of course. There are challenges that come with the ISHIM study guides, what they call a unofficial work groups, quote unquote. But if but if you're diligent, like the advantages far supersede those challenges, I believe. Okay, so the next question I wanted to ask was the hardest part for them when they were studying for their CRCST certification. Because for me, when I was sitting in the classroom studying, I had to imagine everything I read in the book and some of the things I imagined weren't even real. Like for instance, I thought when I made it to decon, it would be blood all over the walls, like some sort of massacre. I thought it would be like um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something. So I prepared myself to go in there and wear almost like, I guess, an apron and, you know, fully covered up because blood would be splattering everywhere. But it wasn't like that. But listen to their explanation of the hardest part they had to understand when they were studying for their CRCST. Well, I, the hardest part was to already um, 
um, get an idea of how everything works. And uh, mostly I will say the, uh, um, the jargon. Yes. Um, because it's not something common, but for me personally, since I was in, um, in the food industry, I saw a lot of things in common, like mm. unbelievably a lot of things in common with the food industry where, for example, um, you know, um, we also receive inspections and uh, things have to be done a certain way. Um, for example, you cannot store the food at a certain height from the floor. Like it has to be like, you know, at least 10 inches from the floor. All these things were similar to the same way we treat uh, the instruments in uh, in the healthcare facility. And uh, but so I would say the, the hardest part was um, when it comes to the to the um, um, instruments to the, the things were, that we were completely uh, unaware of and yes. uh, that were that was like a completely new things for us um, I, I agree with that like the just the wording the phrases the medical terminology just everything we had to learn that was completely new to the field like that, that we came from that was the most difficult process but there's things that you take with you like for me personally in marketing like communication like while volunteering between the or and an spd that's very important or just just maintaining a general positive attitude like that that's invaluable to the environment you know just having that upbeat personality anyone coming into the field it it helps it just helps wow so you guys i mean brand new to the field and you end up getting certified yep <laughs> 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 because I'm sure you guys know it's people in the field has been doing this for years and have not gotten and I was surprised. I was surprised to 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 find out that you could be working on the field without being certified. I did, I thought that you needed the certification and that's why we put so much work into getting certified. Correct. Which is which is better anyways to get certified. I guess you have better options ahead of you. Yeah. When it comes to work, I feel more comfortable having the certification, just knowing these things that we didn't know before, because like, we did learn a lot of things while volunteering. And I and I guess every hospital or surgical center is unique in its own way. So you're always going to learn no matter what place you get hired for. It's always going to be a learning curve. But just having that general knowledge now, I think is going to be very helpful in any place we go to. <clears throat> And I, I, I envy the people that, that don't have the certifications, but I think they should still also get the certification, you know, just to have that extra knowledge. I agree. I agree. So would you, do you have any tips on like how you study for the certification? I know you mentioned SIPs, which is huge, but do you have any like, techniques that you use? Because like for me, I use flashcards a lot. So that's how I study. So, so again, like SIPs was invaluable to our training. They helped us out a lot, but having a friend, like if, if, <laughs> if possible, like I get like people do self-study, which is the majority of people, but if you have like a friend that's already in healthcare or a friend also joining the field, it's just nice to go back and forth about what you learn. Cause there's things that, that Alan knew that I didn't know. And then he would like teach me that or, or vice versa flashcards when you're like, when you're studying you kind of get the repetition of the flashcards, but it's amazing. Like that helped like so much, but when we would just bounce off like answers and questions to each other, just things that would pop up into mind. That was really helpful. You know, something funny that, that really helps. And, uh, and it's funny because 
I didn't want it, Anthony to get ahead of me. <laughs> so, that made, so that made me keep up with the, with the studies, with the book, with the training. And I, I feel like Anthony felt the same way. So we had this little competition about, you know, getting it done. And, uh, and that helped us uh, uh, make it happen, I think. Wow. So would you say, okay, with all the preparation you and I mean, your optimism, because you guys are very optimistic, ready to go. Was the exam hard? <laughs> I don't think it was hard. After, after studying and learning the things that we learned, I didn't feel that there was a few questions that I didn't know the answer or, what I, or, or the way they put it. I wasn't sure. You know, it looks like everything was the right answer, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the exam isn't, it wasn't hard per se. It was tricky. See, it was just the questions, the way it was worded, how every answer looked like the correct answer. You just have to, you have to know more than what you read. You have to read in between the lines. Yeah. Like, like why is, why is this done this way? You know, just, but if you, if you like read between the lines and, and not just focus on the words in the book, I think anybody would do fine. Like if you're logical about it. Now I want you to think about something that was in the book when you got your certification that you didn't actually have hands-on experience with. For me, it was ETO. We didn't have the ETO either at the facility that where we um, where we volunteer. Yeah. So everything that we knew was from the book. So we did focus a lot on the chapter um, because we didn't know anything about it. Uh, but I think that uh, for me, the, the few questions um, that were difficult on the uh, on the exam, I think, um, let me like, see if I can remember. Uh, like about ultrasonic cleaners, that was that was the one that that tripped me up, which they they express in the book, you know, about the the way you use cavitation to clean. But if but like a question, one of the questions was, what what kind of product could you clean? with an ultrasonic cleaner and then they, and then they give you the materials like plastic or stainless steel or or chrome chrome plated you know and and that that just trips you up for a second because it's not something you really remember from from not ever having hands-on experience yeah, or something like that's that that's true how long has it been since you guys had taken the test um like a week <laughs> like like yeah like two weeks two weeks said. yeah wow so this is new yeah, yeah. Brand spanking new. Okay, so then my other question is: Do you plan on getting the other certificate? Well, this is the Isham certification, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so do you plan on getting any of the other certifications? Oh yes, we already we already ordered, ordered the books. Yeah, we, we ordered, ordered the, the books. books to get the CHL. Yes, we want to get the the what they call I guess in the industry the triple crown. Yes. Yeah, we want to try to to completely fulfill that while working on the job and see where the, the year takes us after that. And that's good you guys are doing it because um, when I was pursuing uh, Triple Crown, I didn't even know it was a term called Triple Crown, but when I started- well, we, pursuing, we just learned that recently too. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know on my pursuit, but I was doing it because it it got me um, recognition. It didn't get me more, yes. a lot of people get caught pay piece, but it got me seat at the table and it definitely got me interviews and it definitely looked good on my resume. So for you guys are already recognized that's the path you want to take is highly commendable. 
yeah and we know you know by being on the field we saw how there is um this uh, little interferences between uh, the OR and the SPD uh, yeah. department the department because uh you know um it i i did so that sometimes it happens that uh they can people other people in the department kind of look over us and um i think that if you have those um, certifications then you can gain respect as well because you have you're certified for for that knowledge yeah. and uh, and you can prove that you know things and i think um even like well, let's say you know there is a, a surgeon that gets mad because something is missing or something was wrong or whatever and they they question you about it but if you at least you know have the knowledge and know what you're talking about you know they they uh, um it's not like you're lost and you don't know anything and you're like oh, okay you know i don't know how to explain but those are the things that i saw happening in the in yeah, the facility you exactly. know exactly if you can if you can talk the talk within the facility, people will respect you. And the way to easily do that is by having these certifications and studying. And Prove that you know. Exactly, know, have those little, those acronym, abbreviated acronyms next to your name. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. And I'm so glad that's exactly how you guys see it because that is the truth. You be able to talk that talk, you be able to be firm with your decision, whatever it may be, when they do call and you deal with the doctor, because you know your stuff, because sterile processing is our department and we know how it runs. So no yeah. one else can come to our department and tell us how it runs better than we can. Exactly. Yeah. So I love that. So okay, before we end, is there anything you want to say that uh, we didn't cover that you want the listeners to know about? I just uh, just like never give up. There's always going to be people that that look down on you within the facility, and you just you just gotta you know play play to your strengths, play to your strengths, and volunteer <laughs> while you're taking the certification. It's I I can't stress that enough. It's been the most helpful thing. I I think that something that will help everybody, and I know that it's not easy for everybody, even for me, is to be. Uh, to have a level of communication with the cross departments that work uh, around the SPD, the nurses, the OR, everybody, the support staff. Um, if you have um, uh, the better uh, relationship, then the better uh, things gonna be uh, when it comes to, to work itself. Because um, I know that, I, and that happens in every industry, Departments usually they just stay in their own uh, uh, bubble. So uh, if you um, um, communicate more and, and and are more a little a little more uh, how do you say Anthony like uh, communicable like I, to to piggyback off of that like anybody coming into the industry bridge the gap no matter where you stand in the field no matter if you're new or you're old bridge the gap between. SPD and the OR, SPD in the front desk, like wherever you're handling those instruments and sending them to, bridge the gap between you guys. Communicate. Communicate and it'll make your life easier. It'll make their life easier. It'll make the whole process just more fun, you know, and valuable to the, the hospital or center. And you're absolutely right. And I, you know what? And it's, if you look at other people as being just as uncomfortable as you, then maybe it'll make it easier because I've been in situations where I walked up to the OR. I was new. I was a traveler. 
and I was in a new facility and I made it my business to go up there and they were just uncomfortable as I was. You know, mm. if they didn't know me and they were unsure and they worried if they had the answer. And But once we started just talking and, hey, I'm here for you. Oh, my God. It changed the entire culture. It changed the entire climate of the relationship that we have. So you absolutely right. You have to step outside your comfort zone and just go up there and say, hey, my name is Solyndra. You know, I'm in sterile processing. If I can do anything for you and believe me, it'll change the dynamic. Yeah, that yeah. is absolutely right. Yep. Wow. Okay, Anthony Allen, well, thank you so much for the podcast. Thank you for having yeah, us. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's been interesting. It's been fun. Okay, well, thank you for making it all the way to the end of this podcast. Wasn't that cool? So if you're thinking about getting your certification, you can do it. And you're brand new to the sterile processes department, you can definitely do it. So if you find this information useful, please make sure you share it with someone. Share it on Facebook. Share it with a friend. Share it with a tech next to you. Share it with someone in a totally different industry because the possibilities are endless in sterile processing. So until next time, be great.